Thank you for listening to this Challenges series podcast from ECDPM. I'm Clem Silverman. This week is the turn of food security. I'm joined by Francesco Rampa, the head of the programme here at ECDPM. Declared the UN Year of Family Farming and the AU Year of Food Security, 2014 will be particularly interesting, with key challenges in terms of policy directions, international processes and European-Africa relations, conflicts can certainly arise, but next year we could also see some breakthrough in all these three dimensions. So Francesco, with all the extra international attention driven in part by the two events I just mentioned, let's start by looking at the challenges for international processes. Where should progress be made and what are the major challenges in 2014 for cooperation on food security? Well, um, firstly, um, the fact that there is this international attention and and, an international community will focus really on on these issues next year with the UN Year of Family Farming as well as the Year of Food Security uh, should really be used by all players to make progress, concrete progress on these issues and agricultural development and improving food security, especially in Africa, of course. These issues are a bit tricky and the risk is that um, people will get bogged into divisive debates, uh, polarized discourses around what model you are um, promoting or not, larger scale industrialized farming versus, of course, more older farming next year. Whereas really everyone should try and and ensure political leadership, multi-stakeholder participation, uh, really evidence-based dialogue and an international process in next year should really avoid ideological clashes and, and really focus on effective uh, results. In the case of Africa particularly, uh, the big challenge of course next year will be uh, a much bolder progress in CADEP. CADEP, the Comprehensive Africa Agricultural Development Program, is very important. It has achieved quite a lot in terms of raising general awareness about the centrality of uh, agriculture for general African economic growth and food security. Uh, in few countries in Africa, it has actually led to improved policy making and also investment by both public and private actors. Uh, but of course, it is also true, on the other hand, that CADEP, um, if you look at it from a national level perspective and the perspective, say, of a, of a rural entrepreneur, it remains largely uh, a process in many countries. Just to give you a few examples, most ministers um, during their dialogues with uh, donors, the World Bank, etc., don't really mention um, uh, CADEP when they need to discuss with the donors, nor they have fixed uh, CADEP and agricultural spending high up enough in their uh, budget spending, the national uh, budget allocation. Uh, so really, um, if you look at even private sector initiatives, uh, if you look at what happens in the rural areas of Africa, CADEP is also uh, not known by a lot of people, so the general awareness is still lacking. So we really see the AU year of food security next year as a as a really great opportunity to make CADEP more result-oriented, because also next year is the 10th anniversary of CADEP, so we don't really want that, uh, that the 10th anniversary actually of the CADEP process coincides with the beginning of its decline. It would be really a pity. So then what are the main um, opportunity areas for engaging with the private sector and um, also encouraging uh, the development of the CADAP process? Um, Well, next year um, we should really look at, uh, in fact, uh, making sure that uh, the CADAP doesn't remain only uh, a public-led process. There is still a lot of attention and which, of course, uh, for the first years of such an important policy framework to be focused on uh, the process itself, 
meetings, organizing, getting together different people. But this has been mostly led by um, by the large sec by the by the private uh, sorry by the public sector and and the African governments and the donor community. Whereas, of course, next year the challenge is going to involve more the real producers, those who and traders, those who really. Uh, do and achieve food security by their economic activities. And this, of course, uh, there is a big policy dilemma there in the sense that Cade hasn't uh, yet demonstrated what what type of private sector participation and what type of private investment is able to attract. Uh, the big dilemma will be whether policy will make uh, smallholder farming the long-term objective of agricultural policy making, supporting more um, uh, a model that is also respective to the environment, uh, based on really uh, family uh, farming, uh, use of multi-cropping, etc. Or, on the contrary, others believe that uh, these poly international policy frameworks end up uh, promoting more a model of intensive farming, monocropping, where you of course achieve higher results in terms of yields per hectare, but on mm -hmm. the other hand, you do mostly uh, monocropping, which often is also high chemical intensive, etc., so with a higher risk uh, for the environment. So it is a big uh, dilemma next year to see really where policy are, are leading African agricultural development. So you, you talk there about uh, international uh, cooperation on this issue. So what, where does uh, Europe-Africa relations fit into all this? Well, of course, that's um, next year is also an important year uh, for Europe-Africa relations because uh, in April we will have the um, Heads of State Summit of the African Union and the European Union and this would be uh, also an interesting opportunity to make uh, a breakthrough uh, and avoid business as usual. Um, normally these issues uh, like food security and agricultural development as, as have been treated in, uh, in this type of summit and in general some extent still in, in, in uh, the overall day-to-day EU-EU -day, uh, relation as a, as a donor beneficiary uh, area. Whereas next year, maybe with this summit and this high-level discussion, we could really for the first time pursue a win-win outcome uh, situation on food security, uh, really connecting the EU-EU summit with the rest of the 2014 international processes. And maybe this could be really the first summit to focus on food and nutrition security in both continents, to act together as joint partners and equal partners rather than the usual old style north south relation. You say it could be, so is this is kind of is this an aspiration, um, a dream, or is it likely to actually come about? Well, well um, it seems to some extent a bit of a, a dream. Um, because we know how normally these uh, this international high-level processes are conducted and prepared. Uh, and, you know, it takes a kind of a paradigm shift and a shift of mind for heads of state to, to, to really, in Europe and Africa, start working together beyond the past, beyond the old traditions, beyond the colonial history, etc. So I'm, I'm afraid this is going to be a tough challenge for next year. But if you think that it is the AU year of food security, Maybe really the uh, Africa-Europe summit should be even made as a milestone of this African Union food security and would be really a, a symbolic and political uh, significant choice uh, for next year that would really signal a bit of uh, change in approach in overall uh, Europe-Africa relations. That's my hope.
Okay, thank you very much, Francesco. If you have any comments, do leave them at the bottom of the blog, as always. And uh, next week, we'll be looking into the uh, New Deal for engagement in fragile states and um, how it is making strides in implementation. Thanks once again for listening.